Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where I interview founders, co-founders, executives, entrepreneurs, principals, authors, you name it, across the world of blockchain and the crypto and sometimes other technologies as well. Uh, and today I have a very special interview and special guest. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, my guest today, her name is Joy Schaffler. She is the principal at Distinctive Edge Partners. Joy, welcome. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So um, let's kick things off and ask you first, you know, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Yeah, no, great question. So um, I started my career twofold. I was an officer in the Army Reserves and um, started in uh, and then also was in fund management. So started my career at a small boutique um, commercial real estate investment firm Four people. We scaled to 75 with a quarter of billion assets under management in two years, uh, had a um, fantastic go of it. And uh, the firm ended up thriving. I had my first daughter and started um, consulting, which turned into, of all things, a communications firm, even though my background was predominantly in finance and um, uh, economics and, and things of that nature. Um, so kind of started my career there. Um, my first agency, Leverage PR, was really focused on, um, we did a lot in crowdfunding. Um, I played a major role in helping the um, the uh, what you call it, um, the Jobs Act get passed, which enabled um, kind of the democratization of capital raising and things of that nature. Uh, worked with a lot of great brands from South by Southwest. We were their um, agency of record for the accelerator. Um, we worked with economic ministries of Japan and Brazil, um, city of Hamburg, Germany. We just did a ton within the family office and finance and tech community. Um, I sold that company in 2017, went back to the same investment firm and helped them launch a public non-traded REIT, sat on their family office board. And then I started investing again in the cybersecurity industry and um, like GovTech defense kind of areas. And I just realized that, you know, coming from a world where um, of FinTech and technology, where there was these amazing systems that were being implemented to make kind of slow, big organizations work better, like, like we saw with the FinTech industry, um, when I started working more in GovTech and kind of um, launched this agency, Distinctive Edge, and invested in that sector, what I realized is that you know our um, our country here in the USA, we really need to do a better job, and and really anybody who goes to a government website can see that, right? Like we need to do um, a better job of like bringing the best technology and the best systems. Um, to to the federal sector. And so a big part of um, where our work at Distinctive Edge is centered around kind of connecting some of those spheres. So um, connecting traditional investment, connecting 
um, entrepreneurs and uh, technologists who are doing some really cool stuff um, into kind of that government ecosystem and showing them that, you know what, the red tape actually, if you know where to go and how to get there, um, it's really not as bad as you think. So I'll pause there, but that's kind of my, you know, my my arc, my journey there. That's a great pause. Wow. Impressive background. I'm, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so, and I agree with you as far as the federal sector. And right now we don't have it or we're, we're going that way toward having it. But I want to find out all about that. Um, so your mandate and your company, Distinctive Edge Partners, you know, what's it all about? What makes your company great? Um, please let me know. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, we really focus on kind of we work with a lot of government contractors. Um, we work with a lot of uh, technology firms that have been in the traditional space and are, um, you know, looking to reach more of that government audience. My team is comprised of um, brilliant communicators with careers ranging from, um, you know, leading public affairs for transportation, for state and local government. Um, authorities and, and governors to kind of the big primes of Lockheed Martin, um, uh, cutting edge technology companies from um, Zoom to, uh, you know, to Google and, you know, just lots of um, lots of experience across the federal sector um, working with government technology. So kind of bringing that best in class that one of my senior team members, she was with NASA, uh, National Science Foundation, FEMA. Um, we have a communications division, marketing, communications and marketing, and then an events management division. Um, in this space, as in, you know, a lot of different sectors, it's all about kind of bringing the audience, the right audiences together in a powerful and meaningful way that creates mutual benefit and value. And so that's a big part of what we do is um, making sure that people understand each other and what it is that they're doing and how they're helping, how, you know, they could potentially help each other and then, and then connecting, right? So it's just facilitating that communication both on and offline. Excellent. So my, my focus of this, of the next couple of questions, I guess, is going to focus, I guess, on your event sector. Yeah. Um, so, um, SDI events is putting together a demo competition with the office of the secretary of defense of the U S right. What's that all about and what makes it a grand, a groundbreaking opportunity like for the U S. Yeah. Great question. So we're modeling the demo competition off of um, OUSD RNE's uh, critical technology areas. Um, so it's modeled after them, but not officially partnered with them. Just, just to kind of make sure that that's, um, that's clear. We have a lot of judges from throughout the DOD um, that are helping to select the finalists. Um, but the the demo event is modeled after um, those seven critical technology areas um, for OUSD already. And so um, what we're doing is we have a, a VIP party that we throw every year at South by Southwest, where we bring together leaders from throughout the acquisitions community, innovation community, um, government leaders who are in town for South by Southwest combined with um, different uh, 
GovTech providers, as well as kind of traditional technology leaders, space and defense industry leaders as well. Um, and so what this demo competition is doing is, so there's um, so many entrepreneurs and executives that I've talked to and investors even, they're like, gosh, there's so much red tape, right? Like they're looking for new customer bases, but if you go down the wrong path or this isn't the right agency, um, you can go down that and spend, you know, countless hours before you even know that, hey, maybe I'm in the wrong place. So what, what we're doing with this demo competition, our whole goal here is to um, be able to create something that has a really low barrier to entry. So um, a five minute video, there's something called a trade wins marketplace um, that's super popular within the defense acquisition community where people shoot a five minute video that highlights and showcases um, they're, how their technology could impact and make a difference. So they kind of do a little five-minute demo story arc that showcases that. So our application process is modeled after that. So we're taking kind of best practices um, from things that are already working and then building a demo competition with industry judges um, from both within the DOD as well as the industry uh, media, VCs, um, we even have the former undersecretary of the army who's a judge, lots of prominent different VCs in the um, in the defense community. So we're taking all of like this, this phenomenal group of people who's evaluating and making it really easy for companies who think they have a solution that could strengthen the federal sector to be able to come in quickly do this, no SAM number even required. SAM number is this identifier you have to have to even get started on an application process. We're eliminating even the need for that saying, look, if you're, um, you know, if you're a blockchain company, for example, that has a really cool solution that is making a difference in, um, you know, in a, in a government situation, in a foreign government, and you'd really like to test it here, in the US or you know you've got a solution that could really streamline some processes but you're just like I don't know where to go I don't know who to talk to like the whole thing is just like we could spend hundreds of hours and never get to the right person the entire purpose of this competition is to enable people to showcase how their technology could be of benefit in a really clean and simple way because at the end of the day, like everybody wants to make things better and strengthen things, but it's really hard to figure out how to help. Um, and so this is an opportunity for people to quickly get involved. There's, you know, prizes, some recognition uh, with the awards. There's all kinds of benefits to it. But the real benefit is to be able to get feedback from people who would actually be purchasing and have them see what you're doing. Um, because the the uh, government acquisition judges will also be able to capture um, like certain aspects of the application data so that for future tech scouting, so they know, oh, you know what, we're looking for a solution here. Let me reach out to that person and, and have them, you know, apply to this, right? So it's more about like helping to build connection than anything else. Sounds interesting. Um you said there was 
yeah, the critical technology categories are. What are those? What are the Secretary of Defense's critical technology categories? Um, the seven of them you said, right? Yep. So we're um, we have seven different categories. We're we're pulling from actually six on their website, and then we've got a wild card category for everybody else um, who doesn't fit into those. So we've got um, AI, and um, like AI is obviously a big one. So not thinking about robots that take over the world, but thinking about data automation, right? Like you, you cannot have um, really clear insights to make better decision or predictive analysis that can help you streamline processes and make things more efficient without the use of AI these days. So when I say AI, I don't just mean like, um, you know, kind of the, uh, like, you know, applied to robotics or things like that. I'm really talking about like cleaning up data, making it more simple. Like there's so many amazing AI solutions out there that can streamline things. Um, so that kind of, um, so AI and processes, um, the uh, quantum sciences is another one. So there's lots of amazing technology coming out of there human machine interfaces. So you've got soldiers in the battlefield, for example, and there could be things that help save their lives um, or, you know, alert them to things. And that could be anything from, um, you know, things that help them like increase and enhance their performance to improving mental health for people who, um, you know, who have uh, been injured. So there's so many different ways that um, the technology is is helping most people automatically go to, you know, um, bullets and and weapons and things of that nature and lasers and you know kind of all the the crazy stuff. But really, you you have to think of the federal government and bases and the DoD and a lot of that stuff. It's like a small community, so everything that a local government would need, a community would need from processes to make their housing run more smooth to, um, you know, human resource software to cyber solutions, they need all of those things. So what we're, you know, looking at the seven categories, we have AI, human machine interface, um, cyber and sensors, um, quantum sciences, and then why am I forgetting? Let's see, I'm trying to, let me pull up my website here. Wild card is number seven. So there's a sixth. Yes. <laughs> AR, VR, or? I'm sorry? AR, VR or robotics or? Yeah. So the six, so space technology, can't forget space technology. Um, yes. And the competition too, like we're not just looking for startups, but we're, um, we're also looking for established companies that are, it, it's, a great marketing opportunity to be able to, you know, if you're um, if you're a marketer and looking for recognition, and you have an AI technology company, or you know, company focused on space technology, it's a great way to gain recognition as well for the great work that you're doing. Um, the awards will be given at the really highly curated space and defense VIP party, so people will be uh, facing. We'll have two categories two um, people from each category down selected, and then they'll face off live in front of a panel of celebrity judges. And then we'll get awarded um, during an invite only highly curated VIP party that we host every year. And where does, where does blockchain fit in? 
I'm wondering if it's been in like a few of the categories is underlying technology. Yeah. Like under so, it, exactly. I mean, blockchain runs everything, right? Like um, at, at its core, it's just a, you know, the, it's a phenomenal technology platform that so many different solutions are being built on top of. And so, you know, there, I feel um, my last agency, we helped launch a company called Factum uh, back in 2015, if you're familiar with Factum. Um, that's when uh, blockchain was, they they came to me and they were like, all right, we've got this thing. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, let's figure out how to tell this story here. Um, when blockchain was only known for its association with Bitcoin and, um, you know, as a, a path to, um, you know, some of the drug dealers used or, you know, like right back in 2015, that's how it was viewed. And so what we did was we got, uh, they were having conversations with USA Bank, with Property Record of Honduras at the time. And we got both of those organizations to go on record to talk about the applicability of how blockchain could be used for record keeping systems or within banking. Um, and that ended up in like cover stories on The Economist, invitations to speak at the World Bank and really like um, enabled that company to tell the story of how blockchain was, was being used or could be used rather um, globally. And so when I think of blockchain, I think of it from that platform perspective of what a powerful tool tool it is to be able to build, like it fits across all of those categories um, because it's, you know, it's a, the piping and infrastructure a lot of times. So. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, you mentioned, you said soldiers in the battlefield, right? So innovation in these seven areas, like how can they make a difference for our soldiers in the battlefield for our service members? Yeah, no, great question. So um, if you're able to, well, I'll give you an example. So we have a, um, a client called Hypergiant and Hypergiant is a super powerful AI company that um, they are able to take lots of different data sets and create decision, like decision-making analysis from those particular data sets based upon who it is who's looking at the data um, in a really beautiful visual format. So um, they were working in traditional, more of the traditional space, um, think, you know, kind of everything from Disney and Apple to Boeing to all of these other fantastic companies they applied for something called an SBIR, which is um, a, a grant, a, a non-dilutive capital grant, basically, to go out and build a technology, a prototype or technology, or begin an implementation of something that can be used within um, the federal government or Department of Defense or, or whatever. So they got this, this um, SBIR, they built the technology, and that um, Air Force was so happy with the implementation of the technology that they were just awarded a $61 million contract, which was significantly more than, you know, like a lot of the commercial clients to get a $61 million contract is, is, is really, really hard for a, a, 
you know, younger AI company, right? But those are the opportunities within the federal sector. So how their technology helps on the battlefield, as an example, is if you think about um, the ability to take predictive analysis and take all the, the data um, and understand like, what is this showing me, right? Like what are, you know, what is the increase of, uh, you know, um, blood donations in China have to do with the preparation of a, a Thai, Taiwanese invasion, right? Like all of these inputs of different data that are fed into those predictive analysis models that then allow you to gain insights of like, hey, the last time this happened here was the results, right? So it's taking all of these different factors, all these different data points. Hey, so there was massive increases in blood donation. We're, we're seeing increases in manufacturing over here. We're seeing this, we're seeing that. All of it's fed into a different, uh, you know, into a data engine that helps you then create insights that enable you to make better decisions, prepare, um, and put yourself in a position where um, you're able to you're able to save lives because you know you're you're preparing and you know maybe not going here but going there instead, right? So there's all kinds of different things that that it can take into account. Um, human like uh, human machine interface being able to alert people on the battlefield, hey, you're dehydrated um, because you've got sensors on your arms, like you're dehydrated, you need to work, you know, because dehydration, the physical impacts of, you know, exertion, if that puts your life at risk. And so you can be out there on the battlefield. And if you're not aware of these things, you're not going to be able to protect yourself or those around you. So you can do pretty much do in the moment hypothesis testing, where it used to take years or, or a long time to get an answer. You could do it like in the moment. There's there that is uh, that is being seen. Yes, it's really cool. There's some really cool technology that um, that's starting to be implemented now. That's cool. I like that. Um, all right. So I want to know how like we want to succeed as a country, right? We want to thrive in this new digital arena through modernization and you know with the science impact and all that stuff, right? How can like and I'm in crypto, so we I've only seen regulators try to knock us down over the years, right? How can our country succeed, you know, long term in this new digital arena? What needs to happen? What needs to occur? Um, what are your thoughts? I think it's gonna take um it's gonna take people getting involved, like at, at its core. Like it's gonna take people like you sharing it with their, you know, sharing opportunities with their audience that um that showcase just some of the opportunity. I mean, there is there is crazy amounts of opportunity for technology companies that they are not even aware of. Um, there's something called the Office of Strategic Capital that was set up for technologies that could have an impact um, on, you know, national security, on um, our our overall um, government and, you know, like different different sectors of it. 
And that office provides matching grants, um, non-dilutive matching grants to VC-backed companies uh, who are making a different difference in critical technology areas. So if you're a company that has, you know, 5 million in funding and you're providing solutions that meet the Office of Strategic Capital's um, kind of, you know, their, their critical technology areas, what you can essentially do is um, there's apply for, you know, a matching grant for those particular programs. There's SBIRs, where if you have a technology that's in use for um, in the commercial sector, and it would cost money to customize it and um, to make some tweaks, make some adjustments, um, you know, kind of go through some of those certifications, the government will pay you to, to do that through these SBIRs. So they'll give you a grant to say, you know what, we know that there's going to be extra work that comes from um, working with us. But if you have a solution, like we'll pay you to be able to customize and develop that solution for us. And then if it um, is successful and implemented, then there's possibilities for follow-on contracts. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of commercial opportunities for companies that are making a difference um, for, you know, for the federal sector. That sounds great. Um, maybe someday I can set up, a, I can get a grant if I build a business that helps out, you know, it sounds good, you know, it sounds promising. Um, I want to find out the benefits that participants like the, the, the people like can look forward to joining this coming event and how can they can get more involved? Yeah. So, um, SDI reception.com is the, uh, the link to go apply to demo. And when people, um, apply, like I said, it's a five minute demo video process, simple application to fill out. Um, and then after, um, the videos are submitted, the real benefits to being in the competition, I'd say the biggest benefit is just the fact that people are going to see your technology and you're going to be able to tell a story of how it helps them instead of going through a really dry government acquisitions process that might be too confusing, especially if you're a technology um, entrepreneur. So it's going to be like a really interesting way to get your tech in front of new potential um, government buyers. So that's that's one. Two, you're going to get a confidential feedback report that the judges um, fill out based upon, do they think your technology could actually meet the purpose within their particular program that you're saying that it could meet? So you're going to know right off the bat, right? Like it's basically free market validation um, is this something, is this something that I should even pursue and go after? Um, is this something that would even be interesting? That is invaluable. Just getting that kind of feedback before you spend so much time and energy. Um, and then we have our different sponsors in the industry are um, providing in-kind prize packages. And then we'll have uh, one, um, one financial award too, that we're just, uh, to be determined um, on the exact amount. Awesome. So that so I, I covered the event side. Um, I briefly want to. You said you have two sides of your business, and I really, briefly want to talk about 
um, the, the the other side, which is I guess the marketing side. You know, what 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 is your focus there, and what is your what is your um, you know mandate for to help um, companies? Oh, thank you for asking. So our real vision and mission is to help um, government contractors, uh, the the federal government, to communicate and engage better. So um, both on and offline. We, we want to be part of the solution and we want to bring people who are part of the solution together. Um, so that's through the events, that's helping them communicate better um, together. That's being able to showcase the value that they're per, uh, providing and offering, both as a traditional technology company that doesn't necessarily know how to speak government language or as a government contractor who needs a um, brand refresh and needs to be able to, um, you know, kind of get out there and uh, share their story a little bit better, develop thought leadership. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, excellent. So I want to thank you very much for your time today. I love talking to you. This has been a great uh, conversation. And um, I have, I guess, one one last question it's probably the easiest one. It's uh, how can people find out more information about you, about your company? How can they become a client? How can they reach out? How can they uh, be part of this event that's upcoming and other future events with you? Um, SDIreception.com, and we'll provide a link as well in the show notes, um, is to apply to demo um, and then find out about <laughs> the event. And then um, distinctiveedge.partners is the communications, marketing, and events management agency. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you.